Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Well, welcome back to Let's Clear the Air, all things allergy and immunology. I'm with Dr. Megan Stauffer today in our Hermitage office. We are in the thick of it outside right now. Allergy season's here. I always ask you every year, I feel like it's getting worse. Is it getting worse? It is. Every year, pollen counts just keep going up. I think, unfortunately, associated with changes in the climate, we're definitely seeing longer seasons um, year to year and then just more volume of pollen each year. So if you combine that, that there's just more pollen outside with the fact that allergy by natural history just tends to get worse each year unless you do something about it, then it's just almost like a double whammy every year. And for some people, it really becomes year-long management. Yes. I mean, so a lot of people, once once your immune system starts to become allergic to something, it just tends to become allergic to those things that are highly allergenic, and then it just gets worse. So Mm -hmm. it may start as, you know, spring, and then for some people it turns into spring and fall, and then before you know it, it's just year-round. And then our seasons are just super long. I mean, pollen season can start in January and end in the end of November. So by that point in time, you're even if it's just outside allergy, you're talking about most of the year anyways. Yes, we start counting pollen here in February. Yes, yes. February, March. But I hear patients who are complaining in January Mm -hmm. and the patients that I know are allergic to tree pollen. And, you know, we just sometimes have weird weather here. So we'll get times where things will come out early. When should somebody come see a board certified allergist for their allergies? At what point? What's the tipping point? I think, you know, it's a combination of things for people. It's usually people who don't like to take allergy medicines all the time. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if you're using allergy medicines for more than two or three months every day, you know, of the year, that, you know, is a time. Definitely if you're having complications of allergy. So if it's causing problems with your asthma, your asthma is getting harder to control. If it's causing sinus infections, um, ear infections, causing you to miss work. I mean, any of those things. um, I I think it's time to see an allergist um, for testing and further management. And a lot of those medications themselves can cause side effects. Right, right. If you're taking, you know, nose sprays and antihistamines year round for year after year, I mean, those side effects do add up over time. So mm-hmm. um, we offer allergy shots, which is more of a sort of a, I think of as a natural approach to address allergies because we're actually giving you injections of things you're allergic to and that decreases your allergy. So, um, and that over time minimizes your need for the medicines, um, which is a goal for most patients just tired of taking things that really aren't working after a while anyways. It just feels like, you know, you're doing all the things and you're still having problems. What is a typical course for those that want to do the allergy shots? What, what does that commitment look like? So for permanent change, we recommend between three and five years of allergy shots, which definitely sounds like a lot, but you think about it, once you finish it, this is for the rest of your life you get that benefit. Mm-hmm. And most people start to see improvement with their allergies within about four to five months of starting. So it's ne- not an immediate fix, but it's the long-term solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but it involves injections generally over a three to five year course. Now, we tell patients when they're booking those appointments that they have to um, come off their antihistamines and medications in order to be tested properly. Can you speak to that? Like what 
what we require? So we do require you stop long-acting antihistamines. That's like Zyrtec, Claritin, Allegra for seven days before the test. That's mm -hmm. so we can get an accurate test. Um, people can take Benadryl for up to two days before the test if you really need it. Mm -hmm. um, people can stay on nose sprays like Flonase or Nasacort during the test. That does not affect it. Um, and that's just so that we can make sure that the test we get that day is accurate and it can identify all the things you're allergic to. Okay, so that's not too bad. Yeah, the, well, most people I, can do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you may not be able to do it in the middle of the tree season, but, right. you know, there are usually times of year that people, the majority of people can get yeah, off Somebody will have a good window of time yes. somewhere you're along like, the okay, line. I know yeah. in the summer or in the yeah. middle of the winter, you know, that's a good time. We me. have a lot of littles coming in to get their shots mm -hmm. as well. What is the youngest age that we would um, have or recommend for allergy shots? Yeah, I mean, I think that's variable based on the patient in themselves and their tolerance. Personally, I like a patient to be able to communicate mm -hmm. to me um, because if we're giving injections, I like the patient to be able to reliably tell me, a nurse, or their parent if they had any problems after the allergy shots. Testing itself can be done at any age, um, usually after four to six months um, for the skin test itself. But for the allergy injections, we usually like them to be a developmentally able to receive it. Mm -hmm. um, most of them tolerate, tolerate it quite well. Um, there are some kids that have anxiety surrounding getting injections when sure. you tell them that. Yeah. Um, but they're usually relating it to some of the vaccines or other shots that are different than what we give. So those vaccines that they've gotten that make them nervous to get shots are usually intramuscular injections with larger size needles, whereas our injections are subcutaneous, like barely under that top layer of skin with a very small needle. So most yeah. of them tolerate it quite well once they get past the sort of initial fear based on past experience with what they, you know, with shots. I can attest to that. I do get the shots myself and, and I don't feel them yeah. the way I would a yeah. vaccine. No, it just um, is, it's a different technique and yeah. needle size makes a huge difference. And we like everybody to wait around in our waiting room mm -hmm. after they get their shots. We do request a 20 minute wait. That is just, mm -hmm. there are rare side effects of an allergic reaction to your allergy shot because we are giving injections of things you're allergic to. Mm -hmm. And though, although that is uncommon, that can happen. And if you're here, we can address that right away. And, yeah. um, and we, we, so we do require 20 minutes after. And we have a lot of people hang out. We have Wi-Fi. Right, exactly. You know, they yeah, they do their work. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. look at their phone or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it tends not well, to be Well, this is great. So it's never too late to start. No, not and, at all. No, yeah. we have patients start, you know, 50s, 60s, and mm -hmm. it gives them great benefit. Mm -hmm. This is terrific. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being with us today. You're welcome. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast, and remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.